What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Clark and I today are here with you this Wednesday morning to talk about John chapter six. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've been um, hanging out with us, John, so one, two, three, four, five, you've realized, you know, these aren't just short chapters. These are, these have got some meat. And so this chapter is not different. Um, there's so much going on. So we'll touch on kind of what stuck out to us and what we are just learning and appreciating from the chapter. But uh, overview, I We'll start, you start with um, the beginning, Jesus feeds the 5,000. Then we read story about Jesus walking on water. And now in verse 25, you kind of come back to this bread theme with Jesus as the bread of life. And Jesus starts talking about communion and, you know, eating his flesh and drinking his blood. It's like, what? And then at the end, um, so now we're at verse 60, uh, Jesus is talking about... Um, commitment and really mm-hmm. people, you know, staying or leaving and, and that kind of stuff. So just a huge chapter today. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. <laughs> looking at this, the beginning, the feeding of the 5,000, this really goes back to what Jesus has brought up in John 4. And so Bobby and I talked about this the other day where you're remembering Jesus had sent the disciples off to go get some food for him so that he could talk to the woman at the well, the, the Samaritan woman. <laughs> right. And then he's basically explained to her like, look, yo, I, I'm God. I'm the Messiah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they come back and she runs off going, oh my goodness, I just met a man who told me everything I ever, ever, mm-hmm, ever done. And, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. And then I think it's Andrew who's like, hey, Jesus, here's that food. And Jesus is like, yo, dude, I have food that you know nothing about. And <laughs> so now we're going to learn. So now we're going to learn what he's talking about right mm-hmm. here. And so again, chosen if you haven't seen it. Uh-oh. Oh, the kitchen fell on the child. Um, on the cho- or a basketball or a toy, I don't know. She's okay. Um, talking about the chosen and that uh, this again leads out of one of our favorite scenes, but here I got to give the disciples a lot of grace because they're here with thousands of people. I mean, it says 5,000 men, which means you probably could at least double, probably triple that at least to think through how many people are actually there, including women and children. And then Jesus just drops this bomb and I'm like, hey guys, I need you to get some food for these people. And so let me read verses five through nine. Bobby's taking care of Miss Quinn. Verse 5 says, When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to the Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already knew he had in mind what he was going to do. And so Philip answered him, Eight months' wages would not be enough to buy bread for each one to have a bite. And another one of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up, Here's a boy with five loaves of bread and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? And so I think in this, I give the disciples a lot of grace because they're usually the butt of our jokes. Um, And here I'd be confused too. You're going, Jesus, I have no idea how we're going to feed all these people. So I think if you pay attention to like their their response to what Jesus has said, he's saying, yo, Jesus, how are we going to do this? Like, we don't have enough money to do this. We don't have enough food to do this. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess what blows my mind is that already, already God had given them what they needed. Right. Like they already had it. They didn't realize it in that moment, but their question was going more towards like, 
are we qualified? Do we have enough amount? Like, how is this going to work out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, because really, you know, it's the miracle of feeding the 5,000, but it could also be called the miracle of like the disciples understanding, like that they're actually empowered through the spirit. And so, because Jesus has them do it. So Jesus says in verse 10, have the people sit down. So, um, <clears throat> and you guys know the rest of the story. So they present, Jesus thanks God in verse 11, and he just, they distribute the loaves and the fish and everyone gets fed and there's even leftovers. And so for Clark and I processing this today, is thinking through everyday life and kind of decisions that we need to make and um, just parenting and, and your job and those kind of things that come up, there'll be questions that you're asking, you know, how is this going to work? Just like the disciples, um, where's the money going to come from? Um, am I qualified to do this? Is this a responsible choice? Like um, there's all kinds of questions that, you know, that we sometimes present to the Lord and what's beautiful in this picture that we're, that we see with Jesus and the disciples is he's walking with them. He does it with them. He empowers them to do it. Mm-hmm. And so just like Clark said, we, they already have what they needed and Jesus isn't shaming them for those questions. He's, he's walking with them. And so instead of focusing, you know, on the, this huge problem that's at hand, all these hungry people, that are here, um, you know, the disciples, their attention shifts and the focus is on, is on Jesus and what he's going to do in the miracle, really that through the disciples, Jesus brings. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess our invitation to you today is instead of focusing on maybe how something is going to work and what is the, the timing supposed to look like and what's the response going to be, focus, and those are also good questions, but focus more on what is God doing where is he inviting you to step in? Where's the spirit at work? And at the end of the day, if you're trying to honor God, you're in your relationship with the Lord, you're in prayer, you're in the word, you already have what you need. So practically, the phrase, you already have what you need, kind of comes into play a little bit later in the chapter. Mm-hmm. And what we mean when we say that is you um, have what you need because you I mean, if you're a Christian, <laughs> you yeah. have a relationship with the living God. Yeah. And so therefore he um, can empower you, can work through you, can can um, give you what you need yeah, he's present. because of his presence. You're not by yourself in that situation, whatever it is, trying to figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. It's that God's like, no, I'm here with you and I'm the one who, who you need and, and I'm the one that is going to give you, you know, the words to say. There's another scripture that talks about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, Bobby, you want to read to us verses 32 through 35 where he kind of breaks it down for the disciples? Sure. Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, from now on, give us this bread. <laughs> then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to you will, who, he who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Real quick. Again, you got to give these people grace right now. They haven't quite put together that Jesus is God. They think he's some kind of prophetic guy. So when they're like, oh, give us this bread, they're thinking about Moses who hit the rock and water came out. I don't know if you remember that story. Right. God providing manna and quail and, and bread at other points of time. So they're thinking, this guy's about to do a magic trick. He's going to make some bread appear out of nowhere. And realizing, wait a second, Jesus is talking about something else. Mm-hmm. It kind of actually reflects back to John chapter 4 even a little bit with with the woman at the well, because she's asking the same thing when Jesus talks about living water. Yep. And he's saying, you know, well, there's, I can give you water that, you, that you'll never thirst 
again mm-hmm. because of it. And so it's that same reality, just his presence. And the beautiful thing about that picture is that it's not just for heaven. It's not just for, you know, life after death, because that's what he's getting to. And you need to eat the bread, mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about. Yep. But it's actually for right now on earth um, that you can experience God's presence yep. on earth. And so that's a... And really, I, our family is kind of living into this chapter. And I think all of us probably are to some extent where we feel like God's been guiding and nudging and leading us to do some things like for me as an individual, for Bobby as an individual, for our family, for our children. And right now we're praying into some stuff for us and we're preaching at ourselves. And so there's quick temptations to go, wait a second, how's this going to work out? And how's the timing and what's the schedule going to look like and the organization of things or the amounts of money, whatever it is, where we have to go, okay, wait, no, focus more on what God's doing and where he's invited us to step in. That's what we know for sure. Mm -hmm. And then everything else will fall into place. And like we see in this story, there's a good chance God's already given us what we need. So I'm not sure where you're at today and uh, what you need to hear in this, but the Holy Spirit's always at work around you and he's inviting you to join him, participate. So don't, um, don't be afraid and say, God, I have to figure all this out before I step in faith. You know, step in faith and trust that God's going to give you the words. He'll give you the resources. He'll do what he's got to do. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. he'll be the one that does the, the work. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, find some time today. Jump into John chapter 6. There's lots of verses for you to step in and um, just present yourself. Make space so that Holy Spirit can meet you because you're going to be encouraged in it today. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.